Hey guys! I'm your host, Tatiana. And I'm your other host, Tamara. And welcome back to Sisters Dating Jesus podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about failures. And this is my testimony, Tatiana. And I really think it is time for me to share what I went through all these years and how I actually overcame it as well. You know, no one wants to fail. We all want success in everything we do. Society give us the image of what success is and how to get there. And when we chase that, we don't even realize that the image that society puts on us is not even real. Everyone is on their own path and what looks like a failure to one is a success to another. Today, I, Tatiana, am gonna talk about my journey through failure. Let's dive into the episode. This is my testimony and I don't talk about it a lot, like literally only a handful of people actually know this about like me. Five. <laughs> Maybe five, six. I know there are others out there who struggle with the fear of failure like I did. And I want to shine the light on my testimony so others can be free. Mm-hmm. Just like me. I am going to talk about my early childhood because that's when I actually experienced failure. Experienced failure. It was very important for third grade when it came to FCAT at the time. Because it either determined whether you would go on or remain in the scene. Now, for me, as a third grader, I didn't even know being held back was a thing. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pass and all this stuff and I'm going to get there. It wasn't until the teacher pulled me aside and was like, I'm sorry, you're going to repeat third grade. I was like, what do you mean repeat? Can you do that? She was like, you didn't pass. Right there, I was embarrassed and I was like, oh my gosh. What am I going to tell my parents? They're going to know because I'm going to repeat. I'm going to be made fun of. I mean, the list of laundry. I don't remember how old I was in third grade, but I was young. Yeah. You know, like very young. And then when I came home and I found out that you actually passed and you moved on. Because we weren't in the same class. We weren't in the same class. Actually, we weren't ever in the same class until high school and college. I couldn't help but put the... I'm the dumb twin and Tamara is a smart twin. Mm-hmm. Although bullying too happened, those people put those labels on me and I actually believed it. So I walked out as if I was a dumb twin and didn't apply myself. I hated reading because I actually failed the reading. I passed the math, but I actually failed the reading. I still don't know why I didn't pass, but it happened for a reason. And you saw God's glory in it. Sometimes when we go through, I would say like difficult things, I do believe there's certain things we're going to go through that our human mind and in our flesh, we're just not going to understand, but we will be able to see God's glory in it. Yes, but I didn't find that out till until like years later, <laughs> like maybe a decade, oh my gosh, later. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go to school with my friends and be in the same group. We're twins on top of that. So it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, why me? Mm-hmm. You know, and... As soon as that happened, the fear of being left behind was the biggest thing that I had to overcome on top of that. Because I was like, dang, Tamara's a smart twin. Everything's going to be handed to Tamara. Yeah, you know? like first. First. Yeah. Tamara's going to go through all the experience first. Tamara, It's going to be Tamara first and me. And I don't know why I had the mentality because I was born first. I was jealous. I failed this and I can't do anything. Because Tamara's mm-hmm. always going to be the twin that does this, this, this. Or you're always going to be the one to help me out. Because it's like, okay, that's how it was. Oh, you need help with your homework? Go ask Tamara since she's in her grade. You yeah. know? Yeah. And you, you actually repeated it. So it's like, Tamara, since you're in fifth grade and I'm in fourth, Tamara is going to be further along in her academics. So she should be able to help you. Like, I felt like I couldn't do anything without having your help. Mm -hmm. And then also fun fact, people thought that we were so conjoined because they see our lives now. Mm -hmm. They think that 
like whenever we have friends or when we get married and we move on that we're going to be so inseparable because we're so conjoined with each other just because we're identical twins and we choose each other. But obviously nobody knows this testimony that I actually was a grade behind Tamara. Mm -hmm. I failed third grade. So that means when I was in elementary school, you were in middle school. Mm -hmm. Those are two different times, two different friends, two different schools. So we barely saw each other, you know? Yeah. And... And we were both active too outside of school. So it's like the times when we were home, we had what homework and stuff. We really had like Saturdays and Sundays together. Yeah. But even then we had our own set of friends. It wasn't until college we actually got closer. Going back to my testimony, I went through third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all the way up to high school. And the bullying started at third and fourth. But it obviously got better towards later because nobody knew I was a twin and I didn't say anything because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be called a dumb twin. Yeah. And then when I moved on to middle school, you were like the big sister. I was a small sister, even though we were twins. And I had to like repeat myself. Why? Why is your sister this age and she's in her right class and you're not? They thought I had a learning, a disability. learning disability and that's why I was held back. But I tell everybody outside of school, no, I'm a fourth grader. You know, (laughs) or whatever your grade that is. Oh, no, I'm in this grade, but I'm lying, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. like I also had shame as well on me. But I eventually got over it and I'm like, you know what? God made this happen for a reason. I didn't actually have that deep relationship with God to even know like everything works out for his good. We were taught everything's going to happen for a reason, Mm -hmm. you know? So just enjoy it. And God has a plan. And God has a plan. So. I went through all of my elementary, middle school, and I was okay with it. When high school came around, I didn't know FCAT came back around again. You had to pass it in high school in order to get your diploma. What was it, 11th grade or 12th grade? It's 10th or 11th, but if you fail it at that time, then you take it your senior Senior year, year. And then you pass, you're good. Fast forward to 9th grade, Tamara is in 10th grade. I was sitting in my room and I was thinking to myself, I only have a couple more years left and Tamara's going to be in college wherever she picks to go to college. I'm going to be in high school. In the back of my mind, all the fears of me being the dumb twin or I can't pass came up on me because I realized I needed to pass FCAT one more time. Mm -hmm. So I talked to my guidance counselor and I was like, is there any way I can, you know, take extra classes or somehow? Like I know people take ninth and 10th grade together. And then the next year they'll go to the whatever grade that they need to be in to leave. And I was like, let me do that too. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Okay. I'm in ninth grade. I can do ninth and 10th together. Basketball team. I'm doing JROTC. All of that stuff I'm doing, it'll work out and my hard work is going to pay off. So then by the time you're done with ninth and 10th, the next year you'll be 11th with me. Yes. For junior year. I did make it to the junior year though. It was the senior year. That was the problem. I didn't pass FCAT. So basically, you were a ninth grader and a 10th grader at the same time. Yes. While juggling basketball, yes. varsity, JRTC, which had a whole bunch of different teams yes. on it. Community and, service. Um, doing a lot of community service, helping clean the school and all that. And then I was in my rightful grade, which was 10th grade, just for you to go to 11th grade with me to find out you failed again. Yes. And you know what's the sad part? I missed it by one point. That had to be frustrating. 
yes, it was frustrating, but I didn't even know the importance yet because 11th grade to me was like, yes, I'm finally a junior. I'm in my right, you know, grade. I'm talking to kids my age. I was always the tallest girl in the class. Yeah. You know, even tallest girl versus the guys too, or the boys. And the teachers at this point. Girl, I was tall. (laughs) I was like, yes. I'm with my peers, yes. 11th grade was a breeze. Senior year comes around. I didn't worry about the, you know, the tests and the stuff, but yes, I did get fear. It legit brought me back to third grade when I, you know, got the report that I didn't pass. But I was like, you know what? I'm praying. God is not going to do this. I'm going to pass. I know he sees my efforts. Ninth and 10th grade, I'm busting my butt. I had such bad migraines that I had to go to a neurologist. I remember that. I remember that. And they were like, you know what? We're going to, you know, take a picture of your brain and see how everything's working. Maybe you have a concussion, something. Let's see what's the problem. Guys, I was so stressed out. I was catching migraines to the point that my mom was like, you know what? You don't have to take the bus anymore. I remember you, like, mom had to get you Red Bull in the morning. I remember that. That was yeah. tough. But I remember when when um, you talked to the guidance counselor and obviously they needed the approval of, a, of our parents. Mm-hmm. And basically they were telling mom and everyone else, like, you know, just because you're taking two grade, ninth and 10th, the support has to not just be on you. It has to be on all of us. Like we mm-hmm. have to be the one to, if you fall asleep, like, you know, grab your books and make sure we remind you of your your stuff. And like, basically don't allow you to do a lot of um, home chores because it was going to take a toll on you. Plus you were doing extracurriculum activities. Like we weren't home for Saturdays and Sundays because we had basketball tournaments or JRTC matches and stuff in practice. So it was just like, it was just interesting that they had to get all of our consent to help you and to see the support of our family to help you mm-hmm. ninth and 10th grade. And then I remember you were catching headaches a lot. And I was like, man, what? God, like, what's happening to my twin? Like, I hope she's okay. But it was just because you were literally doing two grades at the same time, staring at computers. Your ninth grade was in person. Your 10th grade was online. And then you had tutoring outside of that. Yes. I don't know how you did it, girl. I, I'm even thinking to myself, girl, I don't even remember, like, what it really was. I I literally, because I haven't thought about it for so long until I'm like, God, what podcast do you want me to do? And then it was like, girl, talk about your failure. Like, God, why? Anyway, that's me talking <laughs> to God. Anyway... <laughs> I don't even remember what the website was and how I got there, but all I can remember how bad and severe the headaches were. I remember that one time I literally had what four credits, four or six credits left, and, and you I said, "Forget mom, it." I said, "I'm not doing it anymore. Forget it." I remember the guidance counselor called me in. My all my teachers online was talking to me. You were they were so all rooting close. for you. The whole school was rooting for yes, Tatiana. You were so close, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna push through." I remember the day I was getting ready for graduation for senior year. Guys, I thought I passed, okay? And my mom comes to the room and... Tears. Not tears, because she's I, not a woman of tears, tears. but like you I can said tell something, something was wrong. Was wrong. So... The guidance counselor was on speaker. So I'm like, she cried. She was crying. So I was like, She was what like happened? screaming on the phone. You would have thought somebody died. Yes. She was like, I'm sorry, but you cannot walk. I said, walk where? Graduation was like tomorrow. I already went to the practice and all, guys. People came in. They flew in. Uh, cake and, you know, food, all that stuff was ready and prepared. Party was about to happen. You know, my family members, that's embarrassing. And I was like, what do you mean? I didn't pass. Is it my grades? I know I got all good grades. I really did, guys. I really worked oh, yeah, hard. yeah, you got good grades. And she said, you missed FCAT by one, one point. point. And guess what happened? I froze. Yes, I cried and I kicked and screamed. I was that third grader all over again. The whole fear came over me. All I kept hearing was, girl, you didn't pass the first time. What makes you think you're not going to pass? And I was like, dang, I'm going to be so ashamed and 
all of this stuff. And I'm just like, I looked at God. I was mad. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what is the point? The phrase of hard work will pay off. Hard work didn't pay off. I should have stayed in my regular, you know, grade and mm-hmm. all. And then a part of me was like, girl, you stayed in your regular grade. You're going to fail that again. I was a super, super senior. Yeah. So it's like, how did I fail third grade, try to hurry up and get back my correct grade and go to college on time and still fail again and still retain? It was like, what are you doing in my life, God? Yeah. I don't understand. But it wasn't like your grades weren't good enough. No. That's I, wild to me. And you were you were a A, B. Yeah, I was always on an A, B honor girl. roll. Yeah. And I used to love going to school. I love learning. But because I failed and that shame and embarrassment and even the bullying happened so severe, I hated going to school. I stopped reading. I didn't want to do my homework. It was It was really tough. God. After I found that out, I was very, very grateful that my best friend at that time, I told her and she was like, no girl, you're going to walk. I was like, what? She's like, no girl, we all know you worked hard. We're going to support you. And I was like, <laughs> you're gonna okay. Walk, yeah. And so I got the call. They're like, her mother at the time called the school and was like, you could at least let the girl walk. When we got the call and they said, yes, you can walk. Cause I already bought my cap and gown guys. We couldn't return it. No. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm thankful for that. I picked up my face and I went to the graduation. That was the saddest graduation of my life. For those of you guys who were part of my class and saw me crying, I was not crying because I was going to miss y'all. I was crying because I didn't know my future, guys, and I did not have a diploma in that thing. And when you saw Tamara crying, I wasn't crying because I was going to see y'all. I was crying because my sister was hurting. And I think for me, it was just hard for me to celebrate myself when the other part of me was hurting. And I saw your hurt. To see the defeat on your face and to see how like low you were... I could not help but put my happiness aside. And I felt hurt. Like, I was so sad. And I had moments where I was like, dang, guys, I graduated. Why aren't y'all happy for me? I couldn't really hold my mom or Tatina and our family accountable. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did have moments when I felt some type of way because it's like, I get it, Tatina failed. But you hear you have a first generation who, who graduated high school at the time. Like, I'm, I graduated high school. I'm the first in my family to do it. Like, can we not celebrate that? I didn't get a little bit resentful in high school because I, trust me, like, I didn't have that thought process. I was so heartbroken because, like, I was just like, dang, like, God, I don't understand. I thought when, you know, you know, <laughs> Faith Without Works is dead. Like, I saw Tatina overcome third grade and she put her big girl panties on to, like, go and do ninth and 10th grade because at the time, from where we're from, at the time, nobody was doing that. Mm-hmm. Either if you got held back, you stayed in that grade, mm-hmm. or you skipped to a higher level. But at the time, it was unknown to hear someone do two grades at the same time. So to see you do that and to push through, and then you still failed, I was heartbroken for you. Yeah, because it was like, what is the point? I literally, I like, I forgot I was myself. graduating. Like I legit yeah. forgot I was graduating at the time. And then it wasn't until when I went to college, I started to feel resentful because I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even like enjoy my high school graduation because we were so busy about Tatiana. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I resented y'all a little bit because I was like, um, hello, I didn't get a congratulations. I didn't get a good job. I didn't get a wow, we're so proud of you because we all were shocked, girl, that you know the focus was on you. I put myself in my mom's shoe. I don't have twin kids. So I can't imagine a parent who has two kids. One is hurting and one is happy. Of course, naturally, they're going to want to gravitate to the one that's not happy because the one that's happy is like, you good girl. And the one that's not happy, it's like, we need to nurture you a little bit. So 
I'm grateful God has put me in that position to put myself in my mom's position and in our family's position Mm -hmm. to see that. And for me, the resentful fell off of me. Like I didn't walk in resenting you or our people because I was like, at the time, like, what would I have done if I was my mother? I probably would have done the same thing. But after years of, you know, obviously coming to you and telling you like, dang, Tatsun, I felt some top way. You could at least told me congratulations, girl. But to see you mature, which I'm very grateful for our, our bond and our sisterhood, and for you to apologize to me. I didn't say it for an apology, but just mm-hmm. to see how you apologize. Like when I said like, it just brought me to tears because you were like, Tamara, I genuinely was hurting. Like I couldn't see you. And it made me realize, man, like hurt people hurt people. We don't condone like violence. We don't condone intentionally hurting other people when you're hurting, but it helps you understand a little mm-hmm. bit better. And I understood where you're coming from. And it's like, it, it's just by God's grace, I don't resent you or our people for how they handled that situation. Because it's like, we were the first to go this far in school, in high school, in our family, for you to not make it what do we do, you know? I remember our mom let us go to a party, which was crazy because, I mean, we didn't grow up having a lot of friends and going out to parties. And that night, I remember Tatino was sobbing. I was like, mom, I, we, we got invited to go to a, a graduation party. Can we go? And like, I was expecting her to say no. And she said, go ahead. And Tatina stayed. My mom looked at Tatina like, what are you doing? Tatina was like, I'm staying. What's the point of me partying? I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't make it. And my mom was like, Tatina, get up and go. You deserve to go you graduated. I don't care what the piece of paper said. And it was in that moment, I looked at my mom and I was just like, thank you, Jesus, for the mother that I have. Mm-hmm. Everybody swears they want twins, but when life hits them, they don't know like what to do. She had the Holy Spirit. Say one more time for the person in the back who didn't hear you. She had the Holy Spirit. Hello. <laughs> but um, no, definitely she had the Holy Spirit. It was in that moment. Yes, I love my mom, but it was in that moment I fell even more deep in love with my mom because I was just like, man, like you are a woman of God, but also like, I'm glad God gave us the mother we have because that's the mother we needed to get you through that. Yeah. And we went to the party, granted, obviously nobody knew. I did not have um, a good time. I, you, I didn't have a good time. I thought I was going to have a good time because I'm like, oh girl, I'm about to go to college. We ate to be grown. <laughs> Hello. Ear. No. It was horrible. It was horrible. I did not have fun. And I came home, mom's like, oh, how was the party? And I'm like, we should have just stayed home. <laughs> but I will say this. We meet people for a reason. Um, my best friend at the time, man, was the best thing on earth. Like, if it wasn't obviously for God, my family, and her, I yeah. don't think I would have gotten through it. Like, she was my no, yeah. rock. Yeah. I hid it from everybody from high school. Of course. But after all that graduation and the party, it was time to go to the next step and look for colleges. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, do I get a GED or like, how do I get my diploma? My guidance counselor was like, you have too much credits. You physically cannot go back to school. I'm like, how am I supposed to get, get my it? diploma? Get my diploma. To get to college. Yeah. To get to college. She was like, either you go to alternative school and you wait till the test comes around and you pass it or you get your GED. I was like, I'm not about to stay in my hometown and go back to the school. No, ma'am. What I look like. <laughs> we did all of that. Oh, absolutely not. Whatever Tamara is going to go for college, I'm just going to have to find a school. Do that since nobody's going to know me. Pass and get the heck up out of there. <laughs> you know? And thankfully, although I was kicking and screaming, we moved away for college. And Tamara enrolled into college and I got into an alternative school. Guys, I did not know depression was a thing until I left. Yeah. 
You were definitely I say depressed. this because I was in this season of trying to fight for this diploma thing. For a year, I think. For a year and a half. I saw people graduate in my class that, you know, the class behind that I was supposed to be in. Yeah. Before I got mine. Yeah. My diploma. That had to be tough. What? I didn't know depression was a thing. Like, I really didn't. When I went to the alternative school, this was the first time I've ever went to a school like that. I didn't even know it was a thing. I'm thinking it was just like nighttime school for older people. No, it was alternative school for kids that were like on house arrest. Yeah. Like. Who had criminal criminal, criminal charges. charges. Like no shade to them. But for me, this was a whole new world. Yeah. And when I walked in, we had to go through metal detectors. They took my phone away. Like I could not have my phone, no sharp objects. If I have something inappropriate on, they give me jumpsuits. And I kid you not, jumpsuits literally look like prison clothes. That's yeah. what it was. And I had to take my ID card so they can obviously track us because we have to put it on whenever we leave. And when I put it on and I took a picture with that jumpsuit on, I looked like I was, that was my mugshot. And so the enemy kept telling me, this is going to be your life. This is who you are now. So I was like, well, if I'm put here by life choices, I guess, then this is who I am. When I tell you depression was here, I was angry. Like, I was not afraid of anyone in there. If somebody starts something with me, I was going to finish it. I guess I'm going to end up in jail. This is where my life is. I did not care. I was, like, rude. I didn't even recognize myself anymore. Because I was like, you know what? At this point, God, I did what I thought I was supposed to do and be that good Samaritan. Um, At that time, I didn't even know about works, not by works and all that stuff. But I just, that's how we were raised. You get good grades, you go to good school, and yada, yada, yada. I was like, I did all that. It didn't work out. I guess I'm going to get on this side and see what happens, you know? So I faithfully went to that school for a year and a half. You know, and all the teachers and all that stuff got my transcripts. Like, girl, you do not need to be here. Like, what is going on and all that. But they were thankfully good, too. And God put me there for a reason. And I was able to help the students with um, their math. And it's not like regular school. You have the teachers sit on the computer. We're all on our computer separate. Like, they literally made sure there's no weapons. Every two computer is one person. And then two computers, one person. Mm. And you cannot talk. If you talk... The officer, and there was officers there, will escort you and you sit with them. One of the students walked up to the teacher's desk and was asking for help. But because, you know, it was a computer thing, it's literally all monitored. Like, there's no teaching. You do it yourself. As if you were in online school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm really good with algebra. If you don't mind, I don't mind helping, you know, so-and-so. Because I literally just passed all of this. Yeah. And I was able to help the students. They called me the math magicians. It wasn't until in that time I realized, wow, these are people. Just because they made those decisions, their lives can still change. These are yeah. these are people. God still loves them no matter how they got here. Mm-hmm. Like, it was scary for me because it's like, oh my gosh. Like, I really could do something wrong and be in these kids' positions. They legit had house, house arrest. arrest. Their officers were outside waiting for them. Like, it was oh, the whole shabam. But in that moment, when I looked at them, I looked at them as my equal. Not yeah. they're less than me and I'm better than them just because we all came here. In different circumstances. From different circumstances, we are all the same. Yeah. You know, so I'm thankful for that. In that season, I would say that is the one time out of that one and a half year that I went through trying to fight for my diploma, I was able to seek the Lord's face. I literally was home because it was nighttime. I took the classes at night. So I was home and I was able to seek the Lord 24-7. And I feel like the reason I failed high school was to get closer to God at that time. 
I literally would be worshiping and praising, reading my word all throughout the day. And I had that apartment to myself because Tamara and our best friend at that time was in school. And you guys had lives where dating and all that stuff. I didn't have nothing out there. That's what I used to say. There's Mm -hmm. nothing over here for me, you know? But at that time, I realized I was never alone. Me going through the depression and not killing myself, thinking that I'm not worthy and all that stuff, I'm worthless. Um, All of that time, I didn't even realize that the depression was that deep. But it was God who was talking to me the entire time. You're going to get there. Because I used to say all the time, you know what? I'm going to get up and go and do all that stuff. But it's like when I looked back at it, at that situation, I realized... What really did made you keep pushing through? You could have really just been like, whatever, you know? But it was like, it was God reading the word. I was so deep, I didn't realize. I literally was clinging onto Jesus because nobody could have got me out, yeah. you know? The verse for me that really did help was Jeremiah 29, 10 through 14 in the MSG. It states that this is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I am doing. Have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hoped for. When you come back looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree. I'll turn things around for you. I'll bring you back from all the countries into which I drove you. God's decree. Bring you home to the place from which I sent you off into exile. You can count on it. That was it. Wow. And obviously the exile for me is back to, you know, getting that diploma and all that stuff. And I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to get through it. And I keep speaking it every single day over myself, over myself, over myself. And eventually I saw the light of the tunnel. What was the promise I made to you, though? And we were on our own. You said we're going to graduate college together. And what did I say? I don't care how long I'm waiting for you. I don't care how long it takes for you to get that diploma. I will not take classes because we are both going to experience graduation together. Because what I felt and how you felt on your graduation day, we're not doing that again. And guys... My college graduation, although it took forever, <laughs> yeah. my college graduation was the best thing on earth. Like if I could go through all of that again to get that moment with our family and to get that moment with my sister, because this was the first graduation ever in history we were able to do it together, walking yeah. side by side. And when I saw that, I was like, wow. But I will say this before I close. During that time, God was teaching me patience and endurance persistence and persistence but also now, i felt like in that moment too because i know you were reading your word i know you were praying i i just felt you weren't alone which was weird mm-hmm. but i also knew god was holding you someone was with you but obviously at the time i wasn't spiritually mature yeah and i wasn't on fire for god then to know it was the holy spirit with you and it's just like yes i worried about you there has been times when i was like i didn't know if you killed yourself that's mm-hmm. how bad it was. Where I didn't even want to go in the room because I was like, how do I look at myself on the, you know what I mean? Like in that state. Because I didn't leave the room for like weeks. Because you wouldn't leave the room for weeks. But I still had that peace that somebody was with you, but I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit now looking back. And it was like, wow. And you know what? I was spending time with the Lord. I just didn't know it. Yeah. Like literally, I was spending time with the Lord. I had no idea. And sometimes like God's ways are higher than our ways. Yeah. So who knows the real reason why he let that happen? 
But I do know one of the reasons is for you to get to know him and for him to remove all distractions from you. And that was like your Even from you. Even from me. He separated us for your individual walk because he loved you that much. He didn't want you to die without knowing him. Just watching you, even though obviously, like I said, I wasn't on fire for God. I wasn't baptized then. I just had a sense of peace, but also it helped, it helped shape what trials and tribulations are. Yes, Jesus said it. We're going to go through trials and tribulations in life. But one thing that he promised us is that we'll never be alone. And Girl. it reminds me of Daniel when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in the fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, at the time. Like, he knew three people were in, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but saw fourth person. So that's just to show us that we will go through failures, trials, rejections, tribulations. But that doesn't mean we're alone. Like, God is with us in the midst of it. Like, can you imagine, like... Yes, we have our friends and family and significant others and, and people supporting us, but they're not in it, in it with us like yeah. God is. And I'm very grateful, even though that season was horrible and watching you have to go through it. But looking at the woman you are now, it's a testimony and it gives me faith to know no matter how low I am, I'm not low enough for God. No mm. matter how much shame I feel, I'm not that much shameful where God can't come to me. Yes, you know because what I mean? in that moment, I was the most raw. There was nothing to put a front on. You're just going to get what I get. Yeah. God, I don't feel like moving out of bed. I'm not moving, but hey, I'll, I can lift up my voice. I remember the days I had a window that was low. I would literally sit there, sob, and when I can't cry no more, put the worship music on and just literally pray over myself and then I will look into the stars and just have a conversation with God like it's weird to say I was really depressed but I did have a peace that I will get out of it I just didn't know when yeah you know and when I see like what Joseph went through as well and the trials and tribulations to see him get out of it I'm like although mine wasn't severe I was like dang God I don't know why I don't talk about this testimony a lot because you were in the, like, you were literally in the fire. You were basically Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I think, oh my goodness, that's like a tongue twister. <laughs> but it's like, you were literally them in the fire. But to know God was with you, like, I don't, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I'm going to jump out of my skin to think yeah. about it. It's like, sometimes in life, we're going to feel like a failure, but that doesn't mean God's not there. We have to look at sometimes our trials and tribulations as an opportunity to get closer to him, as an opportunity to be more refined. And just like that one scripture where it says, consider it all joy when trials and tribulation come because endurance yeah, will grow. I, you know yeah. what I mean? And we'll become new people. But I know like that has definitely strengthened not only your faith, because after that season, I've seen you go on fire for God, but it also helped you not give up easy. easy. And you learned how to push through. Yeah. And that's just the gift only God can give. I have to say this out publicly because I know it's hard and it's not my testimony to tell. It's your testimony to tell. You are silencing the voice of the devil because I feel like sometimes when we go through trials and tribulations, we give too much credit to the enemy. And by you doing this, I hope and I pray that it shines a light into other people who probably have walked the same path because there's a lot of people out here who fell third grade. We just don't know. And it's just like... Yeah, for They didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> I True. can laugh about it now. But it's just one of those things where it's just like just telling testimonies will silence the voice of the enemy and will help others see God, will help others light their own fire and to remove them out of darkness. Because that's what the enemy wants is to keep us in darkness. And I realized that 
I gave the enemy too much power. It's like, how do you know if God didn't put you in this for the endurance? Exactly. And it wasn't until I got out of it. I was like, thank you, Jesus, for that season. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you. You're not a failure. You're not not dumb. You're not. not slow. You're not the dumb twin. We're all gifted in different areas. Reading does not probably come easy to you or whatever, and it takes you probably a little bit longer to understand what you read. But baby girl, your math skills are sharp. And you are called to act. You are an actress, okay? So that means you are equipped to read because what do you have to do? Read. <laughs> and I think that's what was a funny thing too, to find out that like God called me to act. Not only do I have to read guys, I have to write and recite what I read. And then on top of that, understand what you are saying. Subtext. If it's anything I know, we're all equipped with everything we need to fulfill our purpose here in the land of the living through God and with the help of the Holy Spirit. So if you were the same girl who was called to act eventually, who failed third grade, who needed to know reading, and God called you to be a reader with acting, you're not dumb. Nobody's dumb. You're smart. You are enough. You are more than capable. You are a conqueror. Yes, I am. And I am, out of all of that, God's daughter. Ding, 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 ding. And you are graced with his presence. You are graced with his Holy Spirit. You are graced with his love. I sure am. So we're not failures, guys. No, we're not. Pick up your crown and walk after Jesus. Okay? It'll be worth it. It will be. Failure is part of life and it helps us build our character. God is with us in all of our letdowns, no matter what it looks like, big or small. Look up to him and watch him show you what you guys will accomplish together. You will come out victorious and closer to him. If this is the season you are in, I pray that you have hope for the future and I pray that God's comfort will be your joy because there is more. Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you are hearing, make sure to rate us and subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram where we will be able to communicate with you all. And don't forget to share our podcast to any sisters in your community where you feel can be blessed by this episode. Thank you for your support. We appreciate you all. We love you guys. Let's grow together one discussion at a time. Until next time.